about two weeks ago, uh, it was, I believe, Wednesday, yes, Wednesday, I, uh, my uh, back started to go to lumbago. So the muscles, they squeezed down and uh, I wasn't able to walk, walk properly. And uh, I'm gr very grateful that now I'm able to walk, even though it hurts time to time, but still I'm walking. But yes, today we will continue with that uh, topic we started a month ago. Holy Spirit, the power of the church. Last time I preached about the chains that Peter faced in his life. At the night Jesus was arrested, Peter had feared even the servants of the high priest. And he was feared them on the courtyard, far away, uh, quite far away from the priest and elders who were gathered around there. But he feared even the servants. Later, just a couple months later, he was standing before the same priests, the same elders of the Jewish people, and he boldly preached about the resurrection of Jesus and the healing miracle done in the name of Jesus. And that was possible to Peter because the Holy Spirit, the power of Jesus Christ, was given to him. Holy Spirit changed Peter's life. And next, we will look how the change affected the rest of the church and the others in the church. But before we go there, I want to notice one thing that I'm very grateful. It is that God's promises are his promises, not mine. I can't add anything to them, nor can I take anything away from them. I just need to preach them as they are, and God's take care of the rest of it. Holy Spirit is not dependent on me. Holy Spirit is not dependent on how I preach, but I'm dependent on him. Let's open our Bibles. Acts, book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 52. Book of Acts, chapter 13, and verse 52. And 
the disciples were filled with the joy and with the Holy Spirit. And the disciples were filled with the joy and with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit, fill it with the Holy Spirit. That's idea that is repeated again and again in the book of Acts. It is mentioned when the apostles and their disciples led the church. It is mentioned when the missionaries preach the gospel. And it is mentioned when the church came together. And it is mentioned many times more. First Christians were filled with the Holy Spirit. Their actions were motivated uh, and led by the Spirit. They're, uh, they preached gospel boldly because they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Whole missionary work was dependent on it. When they came together, they were willing to look after and they willing, uh, were willing to uh, church the fullness of Holy Spirit. Let's see a couple of verses from the book of Acts. Uh, Acts 7, uh, verse, uh, chapter 7, verse 55. Acts 7, verse 55. But Stephen, full of Holy Spirit, looked up heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Stephen did not care about the consequences of preaching gospel. Stephen was ready to face the martyrdom because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was willing to die just if he could tell the people that Jesus is uh, Jesus has resurrection uh, and Jesus is alive. He was willing to face all the hatred, all the violence, just that he could tell the people about Jesus. Second verse, Acts chapter 11, chapter 11, verse 24. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Barnabas led and encouraged the Christians in the Antioch. And the work there, it was fruitful. 
because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. But it wasn't just Barnabas. Because there was already fruitful work going on in Antioch. Bible mentions a couple of verses before that there were two unknown persons who preached gospel and they saw and uh, they uh, experienced the force of Holy Spirit, the force, the power of God. Third verse. Acts chapter 9, verse 22. Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. Saul grew more and more. Saul later called Paul, who persecuted Christians. He, he, pre, uh, uh, he per persecuted all those uh, Jewish people who preached Jesus' resurrection. And he was willing to put every Christian to prison. But when he met Jesus, and when he was filled with the Holy Spirit, after that, he was ready to proclaim himself, to proclaim the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Saul was not nice man. He wasn't nice to Christians. So, when he met Jesus, he knew what he is going to face. He knew what kind of people he uh, would be up against. He knew because he was personally, he had done exactly the same things before. But still, he wanted to do that. He wanted to follow Jesus and preach Jesus. So, let's look a little bit. What kind of person can receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit? Let's look at uh, the first followers of Jesus. They were ordinary people. They were not different than us. They were, in many cases, very similar than you and me. Basically, we can say that the first Christians, in fact, they were quite desperate bunch of people. Saul himself, Paul, was jealous and he was trained religion re leader. 
And I believe that because he was disturbed by these Christians, by these Jews who proclaimed Jesus, that led him uh, to the situation where he became a fanatic. He was willing to put jail everyone who disagreed with him. Everyone that made his feeling feelings uncomfortable. And when there came the time of stoning Stefan, that didn't bother Saul at all. Peter was impulsive and moody guy. His mind changed all the time. He wanted to be a leader. He wanted to uh, do different things. He was man of action. He made solutions quickly and he didn't think them true at all. We can see this kind of events in his life, for instance, when he hit the high priest Malchus, a high priest uh, servant Malchus, ear off with the sword. John and Jacob, these two guys got upset very easily. When they were in the village of Samarian, and these Samarian people did not offer resting place for Jesus. These two guys were ready to ask fire from heaven to destroy these people and destroy this village. When children tried to and wanted to go to Jesus. Disciples tried to prevent them for doing so. When someone else was driving the demons out of the people in the name of Jesus, these gentlemen, they tried to deny and denied that person from doing so. When Jesus was talking with the Samarian woman, the disciples were clearly upset about it. Of course, they did not dare to stop Jesus. And between themselves, disciples, they quarreled about who is the greatest, And I'm quite sure that that wasn't the first white fight between themselves. And definitely it wasn't the last fight. Martha and Mary, these two ladies, they had serious issues with one another. Peter, he opposed Jesus 
and all these disciples, they rejected Jesus in the, uh, in the courtyard of uh, high priest. None of them really believed in Jesus and his talks and teachings about the resurrection. They started to believe after it had happened, but not before. Only Jesus' female disciples went to the tomb on the first day of the week. And they went there just to complete the burial of Jesus. And these men disciples, they wouldn't believe the woman's testi uh, testimony that the tomb is empty. To Thomas, he didn't believe anyone's testimony about it. So these, all these follow, first followers of Jesus, they were not perfect. They were quite uh, imperfect. But when Holy Spirit touched them, they changed. Later, they were willing to ask the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Let's read again uh, that chapter 9, verse 22. Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. How Paul got more and more power? Because he prayed every day. He kept, kept on asking the fullness of Holy Spirit. He asked Holy Spirit, fill me. He asked the power of Holy Spirit and he was then ready to use it. And that doesn't mean that Paul or other disciples became a supermans, supermen. No, they were ordinary people, ordinary people. They were forced to face all the difficulties, imprisonment, opposition, but they were prepared to face that and they were prepared to take it all because they were dependent on Holy Spirit. And they wanted to live according Jesus' 
teaching. They kept on praying like Bible commands us to do. For instance, in the book, uh, Gospel of Matthew, Matthew uh, chapter 7, verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and it, uh, you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock the door, and you uh, door will be opened to you. And Paul himself, he wrote in the letter of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 18. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. After this verse that Paul wrote, he basically mentions four things how to do it. By praying, by worshipping, by meditating and speaking out the word of God. And, well, we can say living as a Christian. That was fifth. Keep on asking Jesus to fill you with the Holy Spirit. That is the prayer. Worshipping and singing praises to God. Confessing his possibilities. And sp uh, spending time in his presence. And studying his word. Why study? Because before you can meditate, before you can speak out the word of God, you need to read it. You need to uh, learn it. Or like I do, I listen it. I put headphones on my ears and I listen. And I try to remind my, uh, memorize it. And why it is so important to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Because it is. It is that simple. Because it is. Jesus sent his Holy Spirit for a reason. Without him, we can't last. With him, we can everything. God has not changed a bit. The principles of Christian faith had not changed at all. When we are looking for the fullness of Holy Spirit, we will grow. But if we don't, we don't grow. It is that simple. The growth of the early church was based on the Holy Spirit. And it has been ever since. And our per personal growth 
it is also dependent on Holy Spirit. We need the fullness of the Spirit. Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses, both as an individual and as a church. Holy Spirit builds us in from inside out so that we can be and we can be built according to Jesus' plan. We can be what Jesus wanted us to be. The Holy Spirit cleans us and refreshes us. The more we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the less we can be full of unnecessary or harmful things. Holy Spirit leads us. The more we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the better and the easier it is to orientate to the management of Holy Spirit. Jesus sent Holy Spirit to us so that all what is in him and what is in Jesus would be present in our inner being. Although Jesus is the Son of God, and when he was walking around this uh, world, he was in the body. So his options were limited to the time and to place. But through Holy Spirit, Jesus is not limited anymore because the Holy Spirit is not limited by the body. The Holy Spirit is defender and the helper that Jesus sent to us. Jesus did not leave us alone. He didn't say that, okay, well, I forgave your sins. I made your salvation ready. But now you need to survive by yourself. So hang on, best wishes. I hope you will get along with your sinful nature, with the Satan and his demons. Bye. No, 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 no. He did not uh, do that. But he sent the Holy Spirit to be with us, to support us, to be our refuge, to teach us, to lead us. What Jesus is and the things he did during his life. 
he his life all those things are now available in the holy spirit all of them the question is whether we are ready and willing to receive it and keep on living with it that's the question everything is done everything is given so what shall we do if you are willing to ask the fullness of holy spirit let's pray Lord Jesus Christ we thank you that you gave your holy spirit to us to defend us to teach us Lord we ask your fullness we ask that holy spirit will fulfill our hearts fulfill our bodies Lord we ask you that you take more ground in our hearts in our lives Lord we ask the fullness of holy spirit Lord give it to us give him to us and fulfill us we want to receive it us we want to receive it lord give it fill us with your holy spirit in this moment and teach us to live with him all our lives to memorize to pray and spend time with him every day thank you lord that you have given us such a marvelous thing thank you jesus that you didn't left us alone thank you jesus hallelujah Hallelujah. Amen.